Blog Talk Radio. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Not that the sun that is the center of this solar system is all there is. For the entity has attained to that realm even of Arcturus. Or that center from which there may be the entrance into other realms of consciousness. And the entity has chosen in itself to return to the earth for a definite mission. Welcome everyone. My name is Daniel Michael, the founder co-creator of the Main Street Universe Radio Network. And tonight our guest is Mr. Kevin Baird, the other co-creator of the Main Street Universe Radio Network, as well as the person that we both together came up with the name Main Street Universe. I remember standing in a parking lot one evening as we met. We'll be discussing spirit communication. And what I just read was an excerpt from one of the readings by Mr. Edgar Casey, better known as the sleeping prophet to some. And Edgar Casey mentions these highly advanced beings of light that are around us. We'll get to that connection when we return. Remember that to Main Street Universe is the Show and network reminding you that the mysteries and possibilities of the universe are closer to Main Street than you may have ever imagined. We'll be right back. joining us. And I want to remind everyone that Main Street Universe is a network of quite a few shows now and always growing, starting with this evening, the flagship show, the one that started it all, Main Street Universe. And it's usually hosted by myself and associate producer Janice R. White. This evening she is being a guest on another show, the old Conjure Radio Network with Orion Foxworth and I'm sorry, Foxwood. <laughs> what did I say? Word. Foxwood and Mama Star Cassus, whose both of them have been guests right here on Main Street Universe, and both were great and cordial guests with lots of great information. Talking about conjure and hoodoo. So Janice is over there. In fact, right now, I'm talking with them. I believe so. But we're on every Wednesday p.m. at 8 
Eastern Time. And then Thursdays is our rotating show, rotating host and hostess night, and we've had Jim and Ashley Cash of Woven Green, and that's the song you were just listening to, The Sixth Sun. They have joined us, our band, my band, Dragon's Head, on our CD as guest musicians and lending their voices as well. They're friends of mine, and they do a show once a month, and they're calling it Woven Green, which is the name of one of their musical projects. They have two. Another one is called One Leap. So they come on every Thursday once a month. Look out for Woven Green. They've done their second episode last week and will continue to join us. On Fridays, we have Activating Compassion with Jesse and Nicholas George. Jesse is the author of four books, including Activating Compassion and its companion workbook, and You, Me, Life Dreams, and its companion workbook. So check it out. Her times vary on Friday, so if you follow us, you'll get the little email update that'll say, hey, show's about to go on, because she's on a book tour. So as she's on tour, she has to do the show when she can, and she works it out with the guests and other things. So, Jesse Ann Nichols George. Then on Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, we have Spiritual Insight with your host, Mr. Darren Bucare. And Darren is a reader and intuitive consultant, palmistry, tarot, and other things at Marie Lovo's House of Voodoo. It's in the magical city of New Orleans, Louisiana. 2 p.m. Eastern Time. The new starting time starting this week. Then on Sundays, well, Sunday is now the return soon, not quite yet, of Queen Mother Imaku and some other rotating once-a-month hosts. She might do more than once a month, whatever is available, but she's returning, and she'll be doing a show with us, and I believe she's calling it Renegade Wise Woman Radio. So keep an eye out for that. The times aren't set yet, but she is making a return after making some changes in her life. She's ready to start doing another show again. So, then Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, we have Science of Light with your host, Mr. Randy Goldberg. And Randy is a Vedic astrologer, an Eastern or Indian astrologer, some people might say it, as well as a Western astrologer, and he studies Jungian archetypes, and I think he's part of some Jungian Institute group around here in the Washington, D.C., Northern Virginia area, with all of its incredible diversity. In fact, Northern Virginia has a similar population, they say, as to New York. It is an incredibly diverse place with lots of different religious backgrounds and spiritual backgrounds. But check out Science of Light, and Randy is a local, is why I brought it up, with Mr. Randy Goldberg, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Mondays. Then on Tuesday evenings at 10 p.m. Eastern Time is Green Magic, Green Medicine, with host Miss Susan, Weed, the master herbalist Susan Weed. What more could you ask for? A half-hour class of herbal medicine and psychology of healing, even talking about, like from her book down there, sexual health, all sorts of things. We talked about butter, tea, coffee, the healing powers of all of these things. You don't have to be vegan. You don't have to be any of this fancy raw or any of that. In fact, cooking food can help break down the cellular wall of what you're eating. Just eat in a balanced way, maybe a local way, or even sometimes in a wild way. Getting things wild can be nice, and incorporating something wild can be nice. She's big into that. So I've learned an awful lot being her co-host on that show. 
So it's 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Susan Weed, check her out at the Wise Woman Center. We usually link her books and bookshop onto the show link every 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Green Magic, Green Medicine with your hostess, Ms. Susan Weed. And we have a few other rotating once a month hosts. Right now, we have Mary Phelan, who will probably be doing another show fairly soon on the available Saturday, giving Darren Boot Care a break once a month. So right now, that's the shows that are projected, with the remaining one being the time to be set, Reflections and Rhythms, with hostess Janice R. White, known as Goddess Janice, and my co-host Janice, here on Main Street Universe, associate producer, as well as the host of the World Reggae Party, here local, Radio Fairfax. Tonight our guest is Mr. Kevin Baird on Main Street Universe. He's a good friend and the co-founder of this network. He's the creator of the Horizon Oracle. He's also an artist that does amazing art, including Frozen Smoke, which I have hanging right here on my wall. And it's like cloud staring. That's how I view it. Maybe light a candle near it and then stare at it. Or just put the lights on, lying in bed. It's kind of up above one of my shelves, and I see many different shapes in it, including a luck dragon is one of the things I see in this particular one that he gave me. He's the creator of the Horizon Oracle, a series of oracle cards that became my primary deck that I read from, as well as reading tarot and other things, just like everybody else. We go through these paths, but then the Horizon Oracle became my primary deck. And then after creating and upgrading and writing a interesting companion book to accompany that, he stepped it up a notch to create a device, a physical device, an electronic device, to help you communicate with the beings that maybe share this space or time or dimension or reality in some way with us, those on the other side, the other side of the veil, whether you call them ghosts, whether you call them spirits, whatever terminology you use, the energies of the universe, the intelligences that are out there willing to communicate, but looking for a way to do so. Without further ado, I'll go ahead and bring on my guest, Mr. Kevin Baird. Welcome, Kevin. Hello. And I have the device here. I call it the new companion and I just signed up to build a website for today. It will be nucompanion.com. Ah. Very nice. <clears throat> Maybe a Facebook group page or something like that even might get started. Sure, absolutely. So, Kevin? All in good time. <clears throat> but, hello, everybody, and... I'm back on Main Street Universe for tonight. As Daniel said, we started the show like three years ago on a Halloween. It might have been four years, I forget. Might be four. And we've come a long way since then. Yes, and many changes in everyone's life that's been involved with the network. And many people have come and gone. And it's been a great community experience. Think of all of the friends we have made, like Evan Pass and Melissa and Jesse and Nicholas George and Janice and of course 
or reuniting with old friends like Darren Bucare, Mary Phelan, and Queen Mother, and Susan Weed joining us. I mean, so we've had all of this great Randy Goldberg involvement in our project, and soon I'm looking to find ways to expand it. As I, as you know, or as the listeners might know, I'm also in a band. And to be honest, the band is my first artistic project. I'm very passionate about the radio network. The band is first. I was put on earth to be a musician and a singer, and that's what I do. And But it's time for both entities to grow and to grow and get more ratings and more listens as far as the radio thing and then of course too we're working on our cd we're about to have three pre-mix downs for the cd by the way so we'll have a couple of available songs that won't be final final copies but they'll be really nice ones just to give people an idea of what we're doing and that we are still doing it and that it's we took a break you know how the holidays are everybody's schedules and da 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 put a pause in our practices and band practices and everything else and it's putting some pauses in the network for the radio network but we're all still here and around and everything's still going forward and as you know Kevin sometimes slower than you would like but it's still in the right direction i guess i'll say that <clears throat> so i noticed that you have the tunnel as one of the pieces of art on the rotating marquee there. Yes, I picked that one. I just picked it. I liked it and decided to go with it. I just thought it was nice. It was like going into almost like it makes me think a little bit of almost like a train tunnel or one of those ones built into the side of a mountain that you would go through. Yeah, like Hall of the Mountain King kind of tunnel. Yeah. And it could even be a little bit grand or it could be simple depending on how farther your imagination wants to go with it while kind of staring at it. And I recommend with those, that's one of your examples of the frozen smoke art that you do. And I actually have one here that's really nice with all kinds of imagery that comes up. And I call it like cloud staring. The more you stare at it and sort of soften your eyes, if you people know what I mean by soften your eyes, it's a technique you do when you meditate, like when you stare at a flame. I don't want to say it's exactly the same as going cross-eyed, but it's something similar to where things go soft and a little blurry. It's not dangerous. There's nothing wrong with it, especially if, say, you hold the candle flame about at least six feet away from you. And you stare at it, and you just kind of let everything go soft. They call it the softening of the eyes. In Oberon's Old Ravenheart's book, he mentions a, a little technique to help you get used to doing that. Grimoire for the apprentice wizard if for the beginners out there <laughs> but the interesting thing is that when you're staring at something like that you you can you can come up with all sorts of different you know different um, shapes like i said it's like cloud staring so that's one of his things. Check it out at www.templeofgaia.com, and you can see Kevin's artwork there. And that's, in fact, where I pulled that picture up from and saved it image as and went ahead and used it for the for the timeline. <clears throat> but it connects everybody to what I refer to as the mind media player. It's that place right. where we get those creative ideas. 
It's the place where everything that we use today that somebody thought of and created, invented, brought into manifestation, it all started on the mind media player. Music, architecture, painting, whatever. So it's the mind media player that can be influenced by the energies that are around us, even the conscious energies that are around us, the spirits that everybody refers to, you know, during paranormal investigations. But with my work as being a psychic medium and as a professional, you know, spiritual advisor and actually interacting with actually interacting with spirits during client sessions, I have grown to know what it's like to a certain point, what it's like to connect and receive imagery from the spirits, what I really like to refer to as ambience, which are ambient beings. I don't really like to use the word ghost because I think the term is derogatory. It almost puts a label on them as like just something that has no value but just a nice thing to look at, right? Like a, I don't know, like a Ferris wheel or something, and that you turn it off when you're not using it. Ambience, mm-hmm. ambience can't be turned off. Which so I, divi- I, I divined and designed the new companion based on my experiences with the K2. No magnetic field detector that people use for in, ver- in um, paranormal investigations. I took it up about a hundred notches and assigned frequencies to be listened for by this new companion device. And when those specific frequencies are sensed, almost like you know, tuning into a radio station and finding your favorite jazz station or rock station or classical, this companion activates an MP3 file that plays a specific, and it's talking in the background, that plays a specific phrase. And I, the design that I have right now has about 60 possible phrases that can be executed and that it does over the course of like 24 hours execute every one of them. But it's only been in use for about two or three weeks. I've had it up online and working for about two or three weeks. So the Ambien that's present here with me is getting and become, get and just said good morning, getting acquainted with the device and knowing what energies cause what phrases to be executed. Then, as the ambient pays attention to my energy and how I'm feeling or how my cat is feeling or if there's something that's happening outside of my house, it will make references to that also. It'll ask me it'll ask me how I'm feeling. Recently or lately, it's been saying things like crazy weather. And I found that when it says that, it's talking about how there are things happening that's causing like some kind of chaotic thing happening, either 
you know, I'm I'm rustling some papers on the desk or I'm doing something in the kitchen, you know, doing dishes or something, or if like a big UPS truck outside goes by and it causes everything in the neighborhood and it just said crazy weather again, causes everything to vibrate, then it comes back and says, that's crazy weather. So I'm getting ready to reassign that frequency level to being, you know, banging and clanging and ringing and dinging as a phrase that it will say just to convey that it's talking about how things are just really crazy and chaotic and needs to chill out, I guess, or chillax. But that's where I am so far. What do you think, Daniel? Okay, and, and what I also want to do for the listeners, because remember you spend a lot of time with this, so I want to clarify for the people out there listening what we're talking about. And basically it's a device activated by electromagnetic energy sensors like the um, the K2 that you mentioned is one of them. There's a bunch of them out there. But advanced to have different paths to activate different vocal responses. And there's a whole bunch of vocal responses that you have in this. And that you set it in a room and you let the spirit or ambient, you don't like the word ghost, so we won't use, we'll use that word, let, let the spirit or ambient learn it. So there's a learning time. And by the way, it is on in the background on Kevin's, it's behind him, that said occasional other voice you hear for those listening and tuning in or that will in the archive. So there's a learning time and a learning curve, both for the device and both for then the spirit to learn you with or through the device. Right? Yes, exactly. So, and I plan to make these available to people who want to be active psychically. You don't have to be a medium or psychic professional. You can be an engineer or a, a music composer or, you know, a, a, a computer program code writer or something to where you want to enhance your creativity, you can work with the new companion if if I get it to the point to where I can make copies of them for other people to try and use. You can work with the new companion and it can hear what you're thinking. Like you can be, spend the entire day, like if you're a single person like I am, and that you have the whole house to yourself except for, except for the cat that has a meow once in a while, then there's no conversation that happens except for what you're thinking about, pondering, or considering, but only happening in your mind. Well, that's the mind media player working, and that the ambient working through the new companion, can hear and see what it is that you're thinking and work with you on that and help you improve and help you improve the situation. And it's saying in the background someone needs attention, so it could be someone on the radio or whoever's listening right now wants to say something. Like I'm not looking at the chat room right now, but it could be anywhere. It could even be someone outside the house who's in the house next to me that wants something to happen, or it can be another spirit that's in the environment here and wants to see something as well. Now, what's what's fascinating so, about this is that you, you just had this device up, so anybody listening, this is new, and I think you're going to hear about it, you know, 
we have talked a lot, and I've heard it in the background on your phone a lot, And but you've pretty much, by a lot, I mean within only the last few weeks, and so you've pretty much, this is on the brand new, we're on the horizon of this, and on the... The, the you know the opening arguments here on the ver but you've gotten a lot of it down now until you you're you're about to have a really good basic basic prototype version of this you have one at your house but soon you're looking for housings casings all these sorts of things so before we even get to that i just wanted to clarify that that we're this is a fairly new thing and kevin is on to like an interesting new device here let's get to when you first thought of this and take us through that journey when did you first think of a device whether recently or whether a few years back you you had an idea about this yes well i had the idea back in the 80s the late 80s when i first started working with computers and dos 2.0 and dos 3.0 and windows and the programming languages that are out there i wanted to write a program to where I could have it run on my computer and it would randomly put phrases up on the computer screen. That would be inspirational phrases, you know, just like a screensaver, which is really easy to do today, but back then it was not really it was not really possible. So I talked to my programmer buddies and they said that I'd have to have a random character generator to cause them the different random phrases to come up. Otherwise, they would just go starting with phrase one and phrase two and phrase three. And today we can have the pictures display on our computers randomly. But that's when I first came up with the idea. So I revisited it on and off through the years, but never really got it to the point to where I could make it happen because... I kept looking for the random character generator. Well, I walked away sort of like from the computer field and and programming or whatever and just went into the service industry and left that all behind until I got into a um, about five car accidents back in the 90s within like a 45-day period, and that reconnected me to the path of where I am today, which is, you know, being a psychic and learning about magic and being a pagan and everything like that, and was reconnecting with the spiritual world, and sort of like left all the tech world behind me, except for it being my nine-to-five job. Well, then I got laid off about two or three years ago and just started doing professional psychic work during that time, and then... I ran into just, you know, a dead end when I was up in D.C. So I, And my parent, my dad and my grandmother, his mom, passed away about two years ago. And my family asked me to move back home to Illinois. Well, when I moved back here, there wasn't really much to do except for help with the family business and have, you know, spare time to where I could just go and try to find something to do. I ran across the microcontroller. It's called an Arduino Uno in the Radio Shack, and it was a hobby kit. So I bought it while I was in there and also doing Christmas shopping. 
thinking that I could use it to just tinker around with. Maybe I could come up with something that might be inspirational, and I sort of like put it to the side because the things that were going on in the family, we bought two new pieces of property and that we were rebuilding them, you know, taking them from being old farmhouses into current era with the latest appliances and everything. So I sort of like put that microcontroller to the side while I just finished working on the last bit of the last house last spring. So I had like tons of free time to just go and and focus on client work, but that's not really technical, and I have a technical mind, and I like to stay mentally busy technically and was starved for something because here in the Midwest, in corn country, there's not really a whole lot to do electronically. So I returned back to this little hobby kit that had the Arduino Uno in it and just decided to start tinkering with it I went on YouTube just to see what people were doing with it, and I found that they were playing with using it as a sensory device to detect magnetic energies that were happening in the atmosphere. I'm like, oh, my God, where have you been? So then I just became like a rat on crack and just became obsessed with wanting to know more and more and more about the technology, and that happened through the summer. Then towards the end of the summer, I got the new companion to the point to where it was working with the ambient beings in my house here, but it wasn't really that advanced. It would say one thing, which is, yes, Kevin. So whenever I'm thinking about something or was thinking about something, and I shared it with Daniel from time to time, that it would say, yes, Kevin, and it would tend to be saying yes to something that I was asking a question about mentally in my mind. And One interesting say, thing that it has yeah. done when I've been on the phone with you is it's developed this thing where it'll say I am, but it, what it's doing is it's recognizing who is there, meaning that if a man is right outside or is in your house, it'll say I am a man. It, 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 it even did it on the television because you had the Charlie Brown Christmas special on and Charlie Brown came on the screen and I was talking to you and it said I am a boy like it was recognizing that it was a child so that and it just said just a child now hmm probably caught that in the background don't know yeah because I know some of the voices are a little louder than others and you have a whole bunch of sort of random voice responses on there they're not unlimited, of course. I mean, I don't know how many you have, but there's there's a bunch of different phrases and sayings on it. And the ambience or the spirits learn them, learn which one through which path and which LED light to light up, which one to say. If I'm guessing that right, am I saying that right? Is that help, the, the LED lights, which are part of this device? Yes. Okay. Now, yep. let's get to another point. We've talked about some experiences. And for those that don't know, joining us, I'm talking to Kevin Baird, the inventor of the Horizon Oracle, as well as some artwork uh, that I actually have on the wall, which is quite nice, which is the frozen smoke and other things. He's, he's made vases and other things out of that same 
technology. I won't go into that now. You can visit www.templeofgaia.com, but he's also the inventor of a device called the Companion or the New Companion. It was at one time you were going to call it the Pathfinder, but you decided to say Companion because I guess having it in the room, it felt like a companion because <laughs> it's talking yeah, back. Absolutely. So, but let's get back to the Pathfinder element of it. That is, is that you are saying it can be used as a tool, not just for communicating with ambient beings, energy, whatever people do, you know, people from all different, you know, new agey, more religious, some are more, you know, witchy or whatever, but let's just call them ambience right now, beings of energy. But it can be used as a tool to help with things like paranormal investigation, creative development, psychic development. Maybe you could expand a little bit on that as a tool that this could be used for beyond just, say, listening to ambient beings. Yeah, because let's say that you are an electrical engineer and that you're working on evolving a technology and that you're just working on one corner of the circuit and not the whole circuit, but just a corner of it. And eventually it will be a whole circuit, but and that you're running through all the possible reconnections for the mechanism in your mind but looking for like some kind of inspiration or something, the new com- companion can sort of like sense, maybe, right? Because legally, I think I have to say that the new companion is for entertainment purposes only and that you have the primary responsibility of living your life and that this thing is just something that runs in the background and make make you... And like a car just drove by, and it was saying crazy weather. Um, but it can sort of like touch on something that you were thinking about, and and invite you to spend more time thinking about it. Or if you're so focused that you're so overwhelmed and can't really breathe because you know that you're so close, it can tell you to go for a walk or take a focus break or something, just go and do something else, you know, like have a sandwich or have something to drink or, you know, um, I have a name. and then it just said, I have a name. So I have programmed in phrases for paranormal experiences so I can ask it, you know, what is your name or, you know, were you here or were you there? And it can say yes to that or no to that. It can. I went with the sort of like the twenty questions game. It's like, is, is it big? Is it small? Is it you know green? Is it wide or whatever? And it can say yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. That's really what I programmed the primary phrases. Well, as it's been working through the phrases, I have grown sort of like intellectually with it, understanding what it responds to based on the things that are happening in the environment. And I'm tweaking the phrases and assigning the phrases to those frequencies where it says whatever based on the event that it responds to, if you see what I'm saying. So it can help people overcome blocks in a a sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it can be, you know, all of a sudden you get a little message and it's like, oh, okay. Well, okay. you're right. It, just like any divination tool, and that's how I'm viewing it. Um, and the thing like, is, is yesterday, yesterday there was people, uh, street, you know, people, municipal people who were out operating a jackhammer. And I was looking out the window watching this one guy worked a jackhammer, and he was really getting into it, and the Pathfinder said, I am a man. So it's like it was referring to the person operating the jackhammer being very masculine and doing man stuff. It said, I am a man. I've seen things when I'm watching TV, and it's running in the background, and a female starts speaking or something. Like, I've been watching Madam Secretary or whatever, which is a pretty good show. It will come back It will come back and say, oh, I am a woman. Or earlier when I was watching Charlie Brown yesterday, it said, I am a boy. Yeah, that's when I was on the so phone it, Yeah. So and it's multi-dimensional, multi-spectral. Spect- what's the word I'm looking for? Spectral. Spectral, yeah. And an interesting thing to me, and to me, I'm excited that you've gotten it to the point where you have a prototype working. So congratulations on that. Um, I think that's really great because I know you've been talking about it for a while and working on it and piecing things together and programming and doing all sorts of things. So it's great to see that you have a model up and running and have more to come. I also want to remind people that I am giving away a tarot deck tonight if anybody calls the Kipling West Halloween Tarot. It's a promotion I'll do basically until I give it away. But I like it, I enjoy it, but I'm it's my my divination table's getting a little crowded and something I don't know why just told me it's time for me to give one away. So if anyone does call I'm gonna give this one away including with a scarf and a crystal, an amethyst, and a brown scarf around the box. It's a promotion for us, and it's a deck that I don't use very much, but I do like it and enjoy it, and I bought it for a reason. But it's, uh, like I said, my table's getting crowded, and it's time for one of them to to go. (laughs) Respectfully go. But it was fun working with it for as long as I did, or in whenever I did. So, anyway, back to our discussion. What I'm going to do, Kevin, is take a very brief break. And then we'll talk about some of the future opportunities and the future possibilities and uses for the new companion. So, we'll be right back. We're going to take a brief song break. And this one is going to come from someone who has been on our network before. This one is Avalon by Diana Arkenstone. We'll be right back.
Archaeology, Forgotten History, Divination, Magic, Cryptozoology, UFOs, Nature, Science, and Spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. All right, everyone, and we're back with our guest, uh, my former co-host and co-founder creator of the Main Street Universe Radio Network, Mr. Kevin Baird. Welcome back, Kevin. Thank you, thank you. And Kevin is... I also have... Go ahead. I, I also have programmed into the new companion the phrase, Hello, Kevin. So if I were to walk into the room and give it, you know, a chance to give me a greeting or something, I also have good morning in there and good evening kind of thing. Just trying to see if I can get it to be cordial, right, and use greetings of the moment, the day, that kind of thing. And sometimes it works, and it's, and it's very amazing. Hmm. Now, you've been working on this for a little while, and it's great to see it coming to life, and it's great to see it becoming a real physical thing, you know, as we say, things start as a dream or a vision and then become real. What are some of the future possibilities or opportunities you think could come from this? We've talked about a couple different things. You mentioned some work at a university, maybe even some television, or maybe haunted places. Uh, What experiences talking to people have you had about what some future uses for this could be? Well, one that has been on my to-do list and primary go-to point is is getting these new companions in establishments that, you know, focus on paranormal, like museums, haunted museums, haunted prisons, that kind of stuff. And then what I would do is I would work on phrasing and incorporate it into the, I guess, the artificial intelligence of the new companion where it would be active and that the spirits in, let's say, a prison would experiment with causing different phrases to occur based on the energies happening. And then whenever people would come into the room, I would say after a month of having the new new companion in the facility, that it could start communicating with the people that are in the room if it so choose to or so chose to. And I want to say, because I see a couple of other people in the chat room, for everyone just joining us, we're talking to Kevin Baird, and he's invented a device called the New Companion which is an electronic, electromagnetic device that not only senses the ghosts in the room, and I see Supernatural Radio is there, he's listened to before, or he or she, uh, welcome, Uh, but it also has verbal responses and different 
other sorts of LED and light responses as well. So it's an advanced version. It's not just a K2 where the one little light lights up or does it. It's got a, a whole bunch of vocal responses, and you set it into a room, and the ambience, or as we're calling them, or the spirits of the beings, learn how to use it. And then they also learn through you. They, they begin to feel your energy and your moods and all of those things. And he's got his prototype working, and it's in the background. It's that little voice you sometimes hear in the background when Kevin's talking. You hear this other one. We didn't want to put it on too loud because we wanted to conduct the interview, but it is behind him, and it's, you can occasionally hear it saying something. So I just want to say that that is what we are talking about right now and some of the possibilities for it and what it can do. Now, you said you were talking to someone from a local university as well. Yes, just for a psychological, like someone could do a thesis work on it where, let's say, like someone who's going for like a communications degree but also has like a maybe double major of psychology or someone who's working on cognitive sciences where this could be a new method of communications and access to let's say, a country of individuals who only exist in consciousness and, like, static frames or energy frames or whatever, and that they move around, they are around us, right? We know about ghosts. They come and they go. This might be the chance to where we can give them phrases and words to where they can com communicate back with us, just like a child learns a few phrases like dada, mama, you know, uh, grandma, no, and bad, and like the four-letter words or whatever that we don't want them to learn, and they learn it. They learn it based on being exposed to an environment, and then the atmosphere and the mood of that environment causes them to say the four-letter word because the condition is correct, the new companion can be the same way. So right. if you're at a place, and it just said, I don't like that. I'm not <laughs> sure why it said, I don't know, or I don't like that or whatever, but I gave it a, a power to say that it didn't like something also. So when you are working on an, when you're working on an idea and that the atmosphere for you having a breakthrough is right, then it's likely that the Ambien will recognize that before you do, and then it will access one of the positive motivational phrases on the new companion to let you know that you should proceed in that direction for better progress. And I think that it has helped me improve the new companion technology. It's just it's it's been an overnight success that all the technology has just fallen into place perfectly without me having to go and do four or five years of research. It's just been amazing. Yeah. And by ambience, for those joining us, that is what he's calling the energy beings around us, whether you call them spirits. Some people call them ghosts. Kevin doesn't like the word ghost. We're using the word ambient, an energy, ambient energy being. And which is interesting because a lot of times they say that ghost sightings increase during things like lightning storms and, and, and all of that. So the, the energy surrounding levels are increased. And K2 
Kevin has invented a device called the New Companion, which is taking the K2 electromagnetic sensors that you've seen on the paranormal ghost hunting shows, but it's to a far greater level of those vocal responses and LED light responses and many of them. So you, you set this thing in a room and you let the ambience, the spirits, whatever words you're comfortable with, learn the device and as well since it's in your place if you're if it, if you put it somewhere where you're around learn you because after all it's through you and your reactive energy that it re- responds to anyway just as it does exactly but i have been outside and have heard it talking yeah inside the house and just to also let and let everybody know that it's running on the same kind of, I guess, voltages that would be used for during paranormal investigations, which is like the 5 volts and the 2.5 volts, which is just like the 1s and O's, binary communications, that kind of stuff. So it's of the same kind of power and frequency that some of the devices during paranormal investigations end up having all their power drained because the ghosts in the area are using that know those batteries and the electronic components draining them dry so that they can be sustained for whatever sessions that are about to happen in a paranormal state in that environment well this is plugged into the wall so it can run continuously although you can plug it into one of those um, like cell phone adapter chargers also you can plug it in that way and also one of the mobile batteries for the cell phones you can plug it into you can plug it in that way also so that it can be on the go but it does take a lot of power and if you try to run it on a 9 volt battery it will only run for like half an hour because it would just get drained dry whether it's the technology that's draining it or a combination of the ambient spirit and the technology draining it all right Kevin i do see we have a caller I'm going to go ahead and take okay. the caller. Welcome. 443, are you there? Oh, they dropped. 443, we just oh, lost. They might have been just listeners. Yeah, they dropped as soon as I tried to turn the microphone on. But if you call back, I think that's... Okay, or if you're in your chat room, 443, and I did say I was... Giving away a tarot deck, of course, you have to be over 18. I don't want people yelling at me that I'm giving a tarot deck to minors or something like that if they don't approve and all. Must be an adult, legally. Uh, the Kipling West Halloween tarot. So, If you got a Bible, I'm sure you could give them a Bible legally. <laughs> depending, depending on where you are, I guess. <laughs> but... We have about six minutes left, and again, I apologize, 443. You can call back. I'm sure the promotion will continue to go on. I don't know if they were just calling in for the free deck or for for the conversation. But talking to Kevin Baird, he's invented a device called the New Companion, and it's an electronic, electromagnetic sensor device that adds all sorts of vocal and LED responses. And so it's taking. There will be a website very soon up 
that will have a blog and sections for talking about the different phrases that are associated with the new companion, but it's nucompanion.com. It's not up yet, but it will be in about a week. And it's they're not available yet to to purchase either. So we're just we're you're in the the maiden voyage, the infancy of this. And one thing that I guess you could mention is uh, is that this what makes it really interesting and kind of fun is that you're not just getting light and sensor responses. When you get those human voice responses, it really makes it feel like something is there. It really has that interesting personal quality. Yeah. Anthropomorphic, if you will. You know, it's it's a human-sounding thing anyway. Thus making the experience more... It's computerized voice right now, but I have a couple of voice-over experts or professionals who are going to help me give it actual human voices. Oh, okay. Well, that'd be cool. <clears throat> and again, the device is used. To, we were going to call it, or Kevin was going to call it the Pathfinder, but as he started working with it, decided to call it the Companion, or now the New Companion. And basically, it's just another divination tool for entertainment purposes only. Um, it says, can you try to get a message for me, Supernatural Radio? Oh. <laughs> I, can put, I can put my phone up to the companion and see if it says anything in, like, the next uh, minute, Supernatural. Yeah. If you just take a minute and think about the things that you want, that you have a question about, and we'll see if I can get the companion to respond to your question. Let's just give it a minute. Because it has a way of usually responding to Emotion and conversation. So let's give it some air time and see what happens. Okay. We'll go ahead and... So if you're still listening to Supernatural Radio, he's going to put the phone up to it and see if it says anything, if you ask it a question. crazy weather and when this thing says crazy weather we've discovered that it means that there could just be a lot of kind of how it sounds like there's a lot of crazy stuff going on <laughs> a little bit of chaos we said thank you okay and again this is a new device so we're all students of it right now Kevin being the primary student and creator. <laughs> I think you should keep crazy weather. Oh, I don't yeah. think you should. I I, I kind of like it. I kind of like what it what what it's been using that for. But it, Spirit Radio, it was saying something about how 
just like everything is all disheveled and mixed up and crazy and out of sorts and out of organization and maybe focus on that, get things organized, I think is what right. I'm saying. Interesting. But I do also plan, and also just ask, what do you want? I also plan to have a um, a stream 24-hour feed with camera and audio on it, so that way people can go and look at the Ustream feed and that they can meditate on whatever it is that they want an answer for and see if the new companion responds. Right. And it just said, just the child. And it can be talking about children, but it can also be saying that it's a child and that it's still learning also. Right. That I'm getting ready to replace the just the child frequency level for that phrase and replace it with. Like, I'm just new. I'm new. And it is new. So it's it's new to I'm still learning. Learning for all around for all of us and for the ambience and spirits involved in everything. So you're at the dawn of this. <laughs> but Kevin, it's nine o'clock now and uh I wanna thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. And you can find Kevin Baird, he's an artist, inventor, creator at www.templeofgaia.com. There's not yet a site for the companion or the new companion, the device we've been talking about and experiencing this evening in the background. But I'm excited that he's gotten it going because I've, I've been with him, or at least on the phone, as he used to live here and we were friends here, but, uh, but through the process. So it's great to see that it's up and running and has been for a few weeks or a little while. So www.templeofgaia.com. Dot com. Kevin is a psychic medium and was the inventor of the Horizon Oracle cards as well as other artistic work that he has done. So thank you very much, Kevin. And you've been listening it's to been me. It's been a pleasure. Show and Network reminding you all that the mysteries and possibilities of the universe are closer to Main Street than you might have ever imagined. Have a great evening. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. <laughs>